you ready? I said, are you ready for Let's Talk World Hockey? And now, here are our hosts, Beth and Zach. going on everybody welcome in for the 39th episode of let's talk world hockey episode number 39 we are here with our woe show for the day sorry it's a day late zach had things to do next week it's also going to be a day late because i had things to do but as always we are now brought to you by five in a game sports network i'm beth that's zach and it's weird recording on a monday but it doesn't feel like a monday because it was a holiday and I know that you had to work, but I didn't. And I've also been off for the last five days because I haven't worked since Wednesday. <laughs> that must be nice. That must be and, nice. Hence, like, if you're watching on our YouTube channel, you will notice a um, little bit of different background here. I rearranged the entire office slash podcast studio. Uh I'm so very in love with it. Like it's, it's, wonderful. I love, I love the lavender look too. It's very, Oh, th- those are my led lights. Um, no, it's, so I like, mean, it's, it's perfect. I mean, it's very, yeah. it's very uh, PHF esque. Well, yeah. that's why I chose the lavender for today. When we record our hockey show, I'll probably go with red. Yeah, um, I mean, Cause red is an option. It, th- this is at the end of the color spectrum. So I'm not going to show the red because then it would take forever to get it back to the lavender. And I'm yeah. not here for it. You'll just have to watch on our YouTube. And of course, before we really get into things, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Taco Hockey Pod. And you should be watching this on YouTube so you can see the cool new background. And our YouTube is at Let's Talk Whoa Hockey. So how are you doing, buddy? Uh, doing good. Can't complain. Um, I mean, let's go back to lavender for a second. If you know, you know why we it's love true. the lavender. If you know, it's you know. Uh, other than doing good. Um Went to Charlotte yesterday, covered the checkers again for field pass, which was really fun. And the cool thing, too, is I was able to snag this bad boy while I was up there. Nice. So I got my first – sorry, I'm trying to remember how to, how to reverse shot of camera. So I have to go, I have to go opposite of what I'm doing. So I got my first ever uh, AHL jersey, which is Very nice. really cool. Yeah, the nice thing about it, too, is no affiliate – there's no affiliates on this. It's just, the, it's just the checkers logo, but it's got the AHL logo at the bottom of the – on the bottom of the back of the jersey, so the mm-hmm. bottom, yeah. So doesn't really say what affiliate it is. It's just a, it's just a Trekkers jersey, so it's kind of nice. Because, but uh, other than that, no, I'm doing pretty good. You know, just doing what I do, uh, yeah. all that good stuff. Well, how about you? How are you doing? I mean, I'm a little tired. This <laughs> yeah. this was a situation. Um, yeah, I remember you were uh, pretty uh, heated <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> Yeah, I was a, I was a little frustrated. Um, Why do I like, always do this? No plans, just well. I always I always fly by the seat of my pants when I rearrange rooms. That's just how I do because I can like see it in my brain. The but, problem is when I was swapping the desks over, mm-hmm. I forgot to actually like swap the desk tops because I have IKEA desks. Um, so it's like a top, uh, yeah. two legs, and then on the corner and the end are like the the four cube shelves. Mm-hmm. and I forgot to swap the tops of the desks. And this desk that I podcast on is a deeper desk. The This one over here that I work with, it's a little bit longer. So the configuration was not working, and I had already set up my entire work computer. So <laughs> I was oh, very no. frustrated, to say the least. Essentially, what I ended up doing is I left the work computer set up. I took the monitors down and basically that this well it was this tabletop i basically flipped over on its end and moved it out of the way and with all of my work computer stuff on it i just like slid it off of the cube shelf and like positioned it into the corner and then just like shifted everything over to its proper place it was oh my gosh it was a lot. So over, so so obviously we really smashed the over then of how many f bombs dropped in, in there the time. So there yeah. were so many, and I mean, it was because we said it to eight and eight and a half, but I think was I think it was a little too low. When you said it at eight and a half, like I had already exceeded that, and I had just started. So um, oh, so so it should have been set to like what twenty five and a half. That might have been a more realistic expectation. <sighs> All right, in that case, um, now we know in the future. If Beth ever says I'm rearranging a room, 
automatically set it to 25 and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to so, make it I mean, interesting. It's nice because, you know, we've got the, the dream board right here now instead of across the room. I've yeah, got this yeah. really amazing Iceman photo um, that the team autographed. Um, I got it for Christmas from one of my friends. And so it's right here now. And like the backdrop for my work computer is going to be sick because it's going to be like whale jerseys and, and Iceman jerseys and Blackhawks oh, yeah. jerseys because there's the the Winter Classic, the Black and White Winter Classic is up there yeah. and the 2015 Winter Classic is there. Which yeah, because I, I have a I have a caner version of that one because that's what the old lo what the old logo with like the numbers mm -hmm. on the sleeves and mm -hmm. yeah that one's that one's so nice. Like, yeah. So I, whenever I'm, I'm, whenever I'm, I'm, I whenever I can be on camera at work now I I will be because um. <laughs> <laughs> you got because you got some really sick jerseys to show off. I, I do. I, I do have to I do have to say though, I guess whenever we do our next uh, Blackhawk show I think we should like. Talk about like, how to like, if, or some of the off season, like rank like our favorite like non normal jersey, like all like the Winter Classic yeah. Stadium series. That'd I can already tell it. you what my number one Blackhawks jersey is of all time. For for I mean for like the Stadium series and Winter Classics and one for shot any jersey. non traditional, mm -hmm. not like not not the red, not the white, yeah, like not the standard home and away. My yeah. favorite all time is the black third jersey that they wore. Oh, oh, the the, the late two thousands. Those yes. ones were so nice. Like, yes, they, like we like they need to bring those back. Like, if, if the Hawks ever go back to a third jersey, like everyone else does, that has to be it because it is so perfect. It has to be that one. But that yeah. that is hands down all time favorite Blackhawks jersey. That's also like my Blackhawks playoff jersey. Um, yeah. So I wore that jersey for all three runs. Um, that Makes was also sense. the jersey I was wearing like all three times they won the cup. But we are getting away from what we're here for. We're here for. <laughs> we are here for the whoa ho, not for the hockey. So Oh, which by the which by the way, thank you to everyone for listening to our last whoa show. It's actually our number one episode uh since coming over to the new network. So Yes. So yes. I I'm thinking that means they're liking the format. So we're just gonna keep it up. Um and what a weekend it was in the PHF. Like, yeah, just a little bit. It's a, a lot, a lot of spicy, a lot. of. <laughs> there was like a lot of spicy, but there was a lot of amazing. We're going to talk about the spicy last, um, mm -hmm. but we're going to kind of start at the top of the weekend, which was the neutral site game between the Montreal force and the Connecticut whale. And no, those jerseys, those Connecticut whale throwback, those like honoring throwback. Uh, those were those so were beautiful. Nice. Those, those were amazing. I, and, I, I mean, them. it was amazing. It was a sellout crowd. Of course. I mean, you have to. They had Whale and Penny's merch at the arena for people to purchase. You love it. Um, you love to see it. It was absolutely just a great thing to see. And, you know, Queen of Woho Twitter, Anya Packer, tweeted out, like, after the game, like, because they had mentioned, like, we can't wait to see you back at the end of the game. And everybody was like, what do you mean see us back? And I was like, well, we are still waiting for an eighth team that's U.S.-based. Right. So who knows what we're going to see. But, I mean, if if this was the one-shot showing that Pittsburgh had for WoHo, I think it would be a great place to have a team. And it would be no. even better if it was the Pittsburgh Pennies. I mean, you kind of have to. I mean, that would be nice. I don't know if that's going to be the thing. But if, if it was, be I'd, be, I'd be here for it. Oh, but yeah. I mean, having, having a team in Pittsburgh, though, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be a bad thing to have. Because it, mm -mm. it, it's not real. It's somewhat bringing Minnesota closer-ish. Yeah. But it, it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a bad spot mm -mm. to have a team – in Pittsburgh, so mm -hmm. I mean, hey, well, still, still decent, close enough for Toronto for them to have another rival or have them close enough to. It's true. Well, they are close enough to Buffalo for a for a Buffalo Pittsburgh Lake Erie, Lake Erie rivalry game. That'd be kind of. The, that the, would be. Uh, the, the, I mean, they're they're still pretty close to like Montreal and all of that. So yeah. I mean, it would be a good location to put a team. I have a perfect name for that rivalry. If it's Pittsburgh and Buffalo, the battle the battle of the lake. The Battle of the Lake. Nice. Um, unfortunately, 
for us whale fans it did not turn out in our favor uh <sighs> the, the force did score with 19 seconds left in the game uh, the is. whale came close to tying it up i want to say there was maybe two seconds on the clock and there was a face-off and montreal won the face-off however the puck tripled trickled over to a whale player she took the shot and the glove was just just fast enough like it, yeah. was, it was close and but it, it, it was a great game the, the whale did open scoring and basically anytime there was a lead it was a whale lead until that last goal with 19 seconds um yeah. i mean and, it's, it's montreal i mean it shows you for the first year like there's their first year in the league how well they play mm-hmm. it's good to see that it's like there's not a discrepancy in terms of teams are solid like being mm-hmm. here for a while and then it's like oh here's your expansion team you're gonna get absolutely spanked yeah, it's nice seeing that the competition is still that close with mm-hmm. veteran teams with welcome to the league, but yeah. you're actually doing something about it. So it's a, it's a nice thing to see. It sucks for yeah. us whale fans, but overall, it does. It, it was a great game. Got, at we got, yeah, at least we got a great game out of it. That's all I really care about when it mm-hmm. comes to Wow Ho is that we get great games. Like that's it's kind true. of just like because if we get great games, it helps builds the league, helps builds more sponsors, more money, more teams. Especially at a neutral site game, because exactly. these, these weren't the normal attendees mm-hmm. of a whale yeah. game, and I, I mean, it was it was a game in Pittsburgh. It wasn't a game in Connecticut. It wasn't a game across the province of Quebec, which is how the Force are doing their first season, which I think is also amazing. I mean, that's um, that's a really smart way to do it. I mean, mm-hmm. you gotta imagine all the fans that probably still travel to that game regardless, because you know, no one's gonna oh, yeah. like, not take the opportunity to go to Pitt. To go to a Come neutral site game in Pittsburgh just because the like, fact that you know, why not? You have to. You really, you really, really have to. So, yeah. um, the to top the the game off, Anne Sophie Batie did also score a hat trick, um, and she is currently actually in Norfolk, Virginia, representing the PHF at the ECHL All Star Game, and she's joined by Sydney Brott. From mm-hmm. the Minnesota Whitecaps, and then from the PWHPA, we have Emily Brown, and we have uh, Sam Kogan. So we got you know four ladies representing again this year at the ECHL All Star Game. Uh, that is actually happening right now. I am recording it so that I can watch it when we're done. Um, I have to say though, these the ECHL Classic logo is so clean. It changes every year because we had a different logo last year for the All Star Classic. See. And that's the thing I hate for how the NHL. I know it's Waho, but real quick though, it's like I hate how the NHL has gone to this really basic look and like eight, just like the All-Star. shield. It's like different guys, colors. It's like can we like like even for the for like football too? Like can we go back to like what like what the minor leagues are doing? It's like we're actually making like city specific logos. And that's what I love about the PHF is the fact that like for Buffalo last year and then Toronto this year, we're actually getting like significant. You like it has the name, but you look at the icon of the actual logo, it gives you a landmark to show what the actual thing is. And that's what I like about leaks who do that. Um, and not only that, um, like, I mean, the Heartland group is is killing those logos, like, they are just I mean, absolutely they are. So, killing so you, it. You said Brat, right? For yes, the PH- Sydney Brat. Mm-hmm. Any relation to Jasper Brat, or is that just coincidence? B R O D T. Oh, beer. Okay, sorry. The way it was like pronounced, I thought it was like I like how it was for the New Jersey Devils player. But yeah, no, not not like Jesper Brat, whose name I still am convinced is Jasper Brett. Um, however, <laughs> I just can't get it out of my head. It's fine. Um, well, no, well, that's so awesome. The fact that once again for like another season that we get mm-hmm. representation from Woho at an ECHL Classic. Yeah, like you love and- the fact that you were there for the first one too is even better. I was. It was amazing. I legitimately cried when the ladies were out for warmups, mostly because Sonia Shaver was wearing a visor. Like yeah. she wasn't wearing a bubble. She wasn't wearing a cage. Like they let them choose what they wanted to do. And she rocked a visor with her blonde braid over her shoulder, which is why it took me so long to find her mm-hmm. because their team was warming up on the side of the ice that I sit on. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to find her and I couldn't find her because I was looking for a cage or a bubble. And then I saw a braid and I was like, so anyway i digress um (laughs) that is actually happening right now the only thing i don't like about how they're doing it this year is the women athletes are not participating 
in the skills challenge. They are demonstrating the skills challenge. That's dumb. It is dumb because it's and Sophie Batie is fast and she's only demonstrating the fastest skater. And that is some nonsense. Um, I want to I want to see some Kendall scoring esque like just ripping numbers off the scoreboard, like just setting records. Jillian Dempsey killed it last year. She almost won the fastest skater competition last year. I think she came in like second or third, but she killed it. That's insane. And it was so funny because people were like, oh, my gosh, they're so much faster than NHL players because the course is set up differently in the ECHL All-Star game than it is in the NHL All-Star game. They have the net moved up in front of the goal line so they don't have to go fully behind the goal line, the goal. And so the track is slightly shorter. So, yes, the times will be faster. That's how it is. Um, Of course, the NHL doing NHL things. So I'm really surprised. Of course. Of course. Um, And then the next matchup we're going to talk about, we had the Whitecaps visiting American Dream and playing the Riveters. Uh, The Rivs did not walk away with any wins this weekend. On Saturday, they lost three to two. On Sunday, they lost four to one. But the highlight of that series was none other than Waylon Packer being I mean, the flag kid for Saturday's game. Still and stealing the show as always. Just stole the show. He had his little like ice walker and his little baby ice skates on and like out there on the ice with both his mamas. And it was absolutely beautiful. And if you haven't seen it, the Riveters did post it on all of their social media. So please go check out that video. Um, did, did we ever talk about the Packers going to the Islanders game? Was it a couple weeks ago or something like yeah. that? Did we ever talk about that? Okay. We did. I, I thought we did because the fact that the chug, absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. And mm-hmm. then, of course, Anya Packer just like being the absolute best hype woman ever. It's just, of course. Um, yeah. And I mean, but I mean, during the anthem, Waylon started skating. Madison said it was his third time ever on the ice. And he just was like chugging along with his little walker and he fell. And then you just see Anya take off. (laughs) She was out there in skates too. And uh, I guess uh, Madison said she prevented like the meltdown of the century by going over and and hanging out with him and helping him get up and everything. Um, Because, you know, he just wanted to, he just wanted to be out there and have fun. And you know what? I support it. It was absolutely adorable. You could kind of see like a little bit of a, it must have been a little uh, onion cutting during the national anthem because oh, yeah. there were some some twinkly eyes going on from the Rivs team. But honestly, like, I can't blame them. It was absolutely adorable. And I know they all, besides my, Madison and Anya, I am sure the entire Riveters organization just absolutely loves those babies. Oh, for um, sure. So uh, then, whew, we had some spicy things happen in boston this weekend um the beats yeah. came to visit the pride saturday's game was insane especially the end of the game so the the final score of that game was eight to nothing to just kind of put that into a little bit of context for you on saturday buffalo's coach ray code got a two-minute minor for abusive officials at 10 34 in the third period they don't really show much of any of that happening on the game feed. You can ask Zach before we started recording. I was trying to find anything. It wasn't there. Yeah. Um, at 19.30 on the game clock, she then received a verbal abuse of officials game misconduct. And subsequently was suspended after Saturday's game for two games. So she missed Sunday and will miss their Tuesday game, which is the makeup game versus the Connecticut whale. Uh, Feisler got a five minute major for checking from behind and also a game misconduct and was subsequently suspended for one game. So what you're saying is she got a five in a game. She did get five in a game. I'm pretty sure I brought that up in our group chat. I was like, Hey, look, a PHF player just got five in a game. I even capitalized it. Um, Fantastic. And then, at the 1930 mark, that's kind of where everything blew up just a little bit. Um, Dominique Kramer got a five-minute major for interference. Uh, essentially, she uh, was net front. Taylor Winskowski and her got a little tied up. And then she threw Taylor Winskowski down on the ice backwards on her, uh, on her bottom. 
and got a five minute major and basically just skated off the ice. Like she knew that there was 30 seconds left in the game, regardless of what happened. Like she wasn't going to be on the bench or, you know, at this point. Well, it's like the funny, like the funny part was like, she tried to skate away and act like nothing even happened. Like, Oh, I didn't did. get caught. And it's like, I had no idea what happened. No, and she, we all, she got yeah. caught and she just skated right off the ice. Uh, at this point in the game, it was a penalty to box party. I want to know what kind of snacks they had in there because with 30 seconds left in the game, there were five Buttes players in their penalty box. And they, must have, they must have some really good snacks in there for you have an entire for, line in the box. For real. Like, and then there were two pride players in their penalty box. So there was a penalty box party. They must have had cupcakes or cookies or something. Like put they that, had some high quality snacks in the penalty box because it was it was yeah, nuts. I mean, I mean, put up Penalty box party, put that on a t-shirt with some snacks That's around it, like some cheese its some, you know, like some cupcakes, some cookies, like yeah, the, the good stuff. I mean, let's, let's be honest. Get, 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 get a glass of milk with some Oreo in it. You know, yes, let's go. Yes. So you know, but it was th- there you go. That merch idea. Penalty box it, it, party with some snacks. Cause because just because it's insane. You have yeah. seven players in the box for both teams, five on one and like how, like how do you even find the space they, to do that? Uh, there, it was a standing room only party. Um, but they yeah. hand over to the Buttes bench, and there was just so much room on the bench. Oh yeah, there were three players plus attendee on the ice. There were five players in the penalty box. There were two players in the locker room. So yeah. there were, I think, six skaters left on the bench. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, you don't really see a lot of five-inning games Mm-mm. in the PHF. The fact that you had two alone, well, and the coach, one, and the, there were two oh, fives, and one right. was a game misconduct, and the coach yeah. got a game misconduct. Yeah, um, it, yeah, it's like you don't really see that very much. Of yeah. the, and you got three sussies in the process, and one of them was a two-gamer. Like, yeah, the, the, you don't really see that in the PHF. So that's why it's kind of surprising. Mm-hmm. Of like. Like, I don't know if it's bad officiating, which who knows. But then I guess when you're losing seven nothing, you're dead last in the league. I think you're kind the of tired. Emotions of giving... get a little high. Yeah, I mean, we're you're getting pumped a bunch of games, and the fact too is like they brought in a lot of players this past off season. Mm-hmm. Like we thought that they were gonna like try and make some noise this year of like, you know, we're gonna get all these additions. Maybe we can mm-hmm. get some scoring, and it's kind of like not really the case and it it isn't and to to wrap up the weekend kind of update um the buttes did also lose on sunday two to one um so but corinne schroeder got another shutout so there's that oh um, i am i am so surprised i am, I am so, so like, surprised death taxes corinne schroeder getting a shutout like things that are inevitable she, um, she, she like eats shutouts for breakfast it's like yeah what's what's wheaties it's just have a box of shutties yeah that's all it really is. Shutties. like it, and so i mean score wise obviously you know the, the pride swept the re- weekend the white cap swept the weekend the whale and force only played one game but the the force did win um it, it was kind of you know for for the better part of the weekend it was good for the away teams the only home team that won this weekend were, were the Pride. Um, so Pride, Pride doing something about Boston hockey teams and just winning at home. It seems it, to it, be a very Boston thing this year. It's a it's um, a very it's a very Boston thing. Honestly, it's a very Boston thing. I, I I'm glad we have seven teams. I'm ready for our eighth team though because I'm kind of tired of having like just some teams getting one game and a bunch are getting like two or three. So it's, it'll be nice when we get kind of like an even league back again. And that's kind of like, Hey, guess what? Everyone gets two games. You get two games. You get two games. You get two games. Not, and you might get a game this weekend. I imagine when the eighth team does come in, there will be weekends where there are like three sets of games because, you know, teams obviously get bye weeks and stuff like that still. So I mean, of course, yeah, it makes sense, but it's going to be a little bit more even. Yeah organized yeah insane <laughs> um but to to kind of cap off some other interesting things they actually happened today um so the buffalo buttes and autumn mcdougall did re uh, come to a mutual contract termination agreement they did also waive her non-compete clause which means she's eligible to sign with any of the teams in the league and on any other professional teams 
Um, there haven't really been any details other than like, this is a mutual agreement. You know, we wish for the best standard kind of like boilerplate things. Um, and then on kind of the sad side of things, uh, Mallory Soliotis was injured in the neutral site game in Pittsburgh. She is leaving the Steel City with a little bit more steel as she broke her femur in the game and required surgery to repair it. Um, and so she is going to be out for the foreseeable future while she heals. Um, we wish her nothing but the best. Um, I cannot imagine what that feels like. I, I have broken a foot. I know breaking a femur is not an easy thing to do. Yeah, because so, that's like um, one of the toughest bones in your leg, and you break a femur and you yeah. get some extra plate. Yeah, that's going to yeah. be a – that could be looking at a possible – she might not be back until either the back half of next season or 2024-2025 season maybe. I would so. say she's probably going to be back next season. I mean, the advances in medical technology are pretty amazing. Right, um, for sure. But I mean, it all depends on how the recovery time and the healing yeah. process. So anything that really happens, so it could, like I said, it could be a back half of next season type deal. It could be at the start of camp. Is it, yeah. Who knows? I it mean, could be maybe there'll be some medical miracle and she'll be back by the end of the season. Let, let me have my optimism. Let, but I, let, also, let, let's let's not let's not get too let's not get back patch already here real quick. Let's not get too hasty. Let's also just note that she is a professional hockey player, and hockey players are just built differently. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, 100%. I mean, I honestly could see her coming back for the start of next season. It's January. The season normally starts end of October, beginning of November. That's 10 months. I could see, I could see that. I could see if if everything, if everything goes okay and the rehab Mm -hmm. goes all right and skate, getting, you know, getting back into game shape, skating process, it's possible. It's It's, possible. She is a hockey player. We all know hockey players are built differently. Um, yeah, so we, we, we need our pal Mal back. We, we, we do need, need our pal Mal back, but we wish her nothing but the best. Um, hey, but uh, hey, more. I mean, more, I know more cuddle know, time with her cats. <laughs> there you go. I also know that you know, obviously, she probably received pretty exceptional medical care. They were playing at the Penguins practice facility. Oh, uh, yeah. she said that the medical staff there did really well taking care of her, as did the surgeons and everyone at the hospital. And, you know, the PHF does has have pretty amazing benefits, so I know that they're going to take care of her and her rehab and everything as well. Um, so hopefully she will be back sooner rather than later with, you know, just just like a little extra partner. Like, that's that's totally – it's fine. It's fine. Like, she's the bionic woman now. She just is like the, our super pal now. Just a little ding, ding, ding on the inside of the leg. There you go. I mean, it happens. And then um, we did have some Acha hockey this weekend. We did. Um, we did have some matcha hockey this weekend. So, you want to talk some matcha? Yeah, why not? Uh, so Friday uh, on the thirteenth, Niagara and Robert Morris are supposed to play, but for whatever reason, that game wasn't done because it was supposed to be played at the um, Robert Morris's arena in Pittsburgh. That didn't happen, unfortunately. Uh, we did get two games that day, at least. We had uh, excuse us for the pronunciation because it's. We don't know how to pronounce it's it's as Azib- Bonin Bonnie Community Azibonin. College. Yeah, community college. And then they played Salt College. Um in uh, it was actually in Salt, it was actually in Sault Ste. Marie. Uh Sioux College actually won two nothing. <laughs> Here's the thing though. They had 12 power plays combined that game. Over 12. Wolf. Sioux College Wolf. had seven Sioux College had seven power plays, no goals. Gonna have to do some special teams drills there, Sioux College, because uh Yeah, well here and here like yeah, so Sioux College had 38 shots, as he Bonnie had 30. But this tells you how good of a game it was for the fact it was only two nothing. Yeah. Sioux, Col- Sioux College is 16 0 and 0, and as is 12 1 0 and 1. Nice. So that I think that was our first regulation loss. Sounds like a bit of a 10 D battle happened. A little, bit of a, a little bit of a tendy battle, but the fact that I think that was Ezzy Bonning's first regulation loss this season because, like I said, they're 12-1-0-1. Yeah. So, uh, And then uh, Rowan University went to go play Liberty uh, down in Lynchburg, and Rowan actually won that game 3-1. to one. Uh, All four goals came in the third period. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Um, luckily, combined, both teams went two for eight on the power play, one for three for Rowan. One for five for Liberty. Liberty had 40 shots compared to Rowan's 27, and Rowan scored three three goals on their 27 shots. 
So there you go. Uh, Saturday, we actually had uh, Michigan State at Northern Michigan, so the Battle of the Michigan teams. Um, only so, uh, the thing with the scoreboard is it said that Northern Michigan had a power play. They they scored on the power play, mm-hmm. but it, it reads one slash zero. So I wonder if that's supposed to be reversed. I have no so, idea. <laughs> I have no idea. But, uh, yeah, Michigan State won three to two. Uh, they had thirty-seven shots compared to Northern Michigan's twenty-three. Uh, Niagara played Pitt in mm-hmm. Pitt. Uh, Niagara won ten to one. They had seven goals in the second period. Forty-seven shots compared to Pittsburgh's 30. So, uh, uh, let's see. Wow. Uh, hold on. One, two, three. Whoever, I need to see. I need, Caitlin Diem for Niagara. Mm-hmm. This, this, she scored one, two, three, four goals. Mm. Four goals in that game. Ma'am. By, her, by herself. Ma'am. Uh, there was another player, there, uh, Mary Whelan. She mm-hmm. scored two goals in the second period. Jeez. Uh, uh, and then Skylar Barube also scored two goals. Dang. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. Niagara came to play, and uh, Caitlin Diem went absolutely off. She I had, yeah, she had two in the second and two in the third. Wow. Yeah, her first two goals were about a minute and 21 seconds apart. Dang. Yeah. Uh, friends of the show, uh, Bowling Green uh, hosted Maryville University. Mm-hmm. Um, Maryville did win 5-3 to three in that game. Boo. Um, yeah, it, it was 3-1 after the first. Um, Bowling Green did score a goal in every period. So, you know, you love to see there it. You love to see it. Um, but yeah, so Maryville did win. They're five and six. Bowling Green's one eleven zero and one. Um, oh, real quick for a record: Michigan State six three zero and one. Northern Michigan three and eleven. Niagara seven three one, and then Pittsburgh six and eleven. Okay. Um, so then we had we had a we had a rematch of Azzy Bonin and uh, Sioux College. Uh, Sioux College won that game as well, four to three in overtime. Nice. Um, Yep, so 28 shots for Sue and 27 for Azzy Boning. But, yeah, uh, Sue College scored a goal in every period. Uh, Azzy Boning scored two in the first. Okay. And then uh, Rowan University uh, shut out Liberty on Saturday as well for nothing. Okay. Um, Liberty went 0 for 6 on the power play. Rowan went 1 for 4. Gotcha. Yep. And then the Sunday game. So this is all Division 2, so I'll jump to Division 1 here in a second. Okay. Uh, Division two Northeastern went and played Assumption University, mm-hmm. and if one had to assume, uh, Assumption won that game three two. Alrighty then. Yep. So they beat Northeastern. Uh, Michigan State won against Northern Michigan the next day on Sunday six to four. Uh, three goals in the second period and two in the third. Um, Northern Michigan scored both of their goals. Uh, they scored their goals in the second and the third two each. Gotcha. And and then Maryville played Bowling Green again, and Bowling Green lost five to nothing. Maryville had four goals in the second period. All right then. Yep. So that was Division One. Let me. I've got Division Two pulled up right now, or Division One pulled up right now. Oh, there you go. Then. Um. So first off, we're gonna start with Friday. Our friends of the podcast, University of Michigan, visited Phoenix and went and played with uh, against Grand Canyon University. They did win that game seven. Two one. Oh, so, um, sorry. Give me one second. Actually, I think the I think the Acha thing messed up because uh, Central Michigan did actually play over the weekend as well. Um, don't want to forget friends of the podcast. They lost to Penn State two to nothing. Gotcha. Yeah. So I was I was wondering why I was mi- I knew there was a game that was missing and yeah it was um it was Central they, yeah so Central Michigan gotcha. did play for for Acha too so I don't know what happened that's very weird. I don't either. There, however, there were a lot of D1 games, and not that we don't love everybody, but I am just going to kind of quickly go through these scores. There were a lot of games this weekend. Um, Friends of the show. Friends of the show. Yes. Uh, But the uh, University of Michigan, they have moved to 14-3-2 for the season. Uh, Just a quick recap for University of Denver versus Rhode Island. They uh, Denver came into Rhode Island, 
Rhode Island did win Friday 5-2. to two. Uh, Maryville visited Aquinas College and shut them out 5 to nothing. Uh, McKendry University went to Grand Rapids and played Davenport University where they won 9 to nothing. Um, there were no hat tricks in that game either. There were a lot of two goal scorers, but no hatties. Wow. Uh, we've got Michigan State going to play Concordia University Ann Arbor. Michigan State did win eight to six. And then Roll Tech, everybody, because they went to visit Minot State University. They did win five to two to bring their record to 21 3 0 1 on the season. On Saturday, we had Maryville playing Grand Valley State University. Maryville did win three to one. University of Denver in Rhode Island again. This time, Rhode Island won four to two. We've got the University of Michigan with Arizona State. This was a final OT, and the game ended tied at three, apparently, um, hmm. because it says the score is 3-3. Three, three. Um, this may be the Acha site just being the Acha site. Zach, can you pull up their Twitter and see? Uh, if- from yesterday? Yeah. Um, Michigan won 2-1 to one against Arizona State. This is Saturday. Went- argument give me a second i'll get back to saturday while he's looking i'm going to go over a couple more scores uh the university of jamestown visited midland university in nebraska midland did win three to one the university of utah visited montana state university utah beat them 13 to two uh the game did end three to three three to three okay so it ended in a tie interesting Uh, yeah they did end in a tie so yes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we've got uh, Indiana Tech again playing Minot State University. This time on Saturday, uh, Indiana Tech did take the loss. They did lose five to nothing that game. And then finally on Saturday, we had Penn State visiting Lake Superior State University. And Lake Superior State came out and won three to one. Yep. Let's see Sunday games. We had Concordia University Ann Arbor visiting Michigan State and Concordia University won two to one. Friends of the podcast, University of Michigan, final game with ASU and Michigan did take the win in that one, two to one. We've got the University of Jamestown, uh, Midland University. Jamestown did win that game three to two. Utah with Montana State. Utah beat them 13 to four. And then Penn State versus our friends at Lake Superior State. And Lake Superior State did take another win this weekend, beating Penn State 6-2. to two. So their record is actually now 4-10 and ten on the season, which All is right. awesome for the Lakers. We love to see it. They did have a bit of a rough start to the season. I mean, like, well, like we said last what, last show, that just kind of they had a lot of you – know, like I said, there was minus one, a lot of close games – you know, yeah. just sneaking a couple of wins and they get on a run. Like I said, they won two games already since our last show. So they, they got they got the woe hockey rub, got a couple dubs. And now they, now they, they got the woe show bump and got, got two dubs on. Uh, I mean, it's what we do. It's what we make happen. The woe show bump T-shirts and it's just two gloves doing the doing the doing the fist bump. <laughs> the woe show bump. There we go. So if it, if a team gets the bump, maybe we just need to send, send them a shirt with that logo on it. Cause there you go. Um, And finally, in the world of women's hockey, we did have the IIHF U18 Women's Tournament. Uh, It did come to a conclusion yesterday. And I got to, you know, like, pat myself here on the back a little bit because your girl was right. Canada did win gold. But, hey, you know what, though? But my pick, my pick pulled off a Michigan in a game we're gonna get there so the <laughs> yeah, quarterfinals no, we did see Canada. we all know what's gonna happen yeah 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 it's nuts. but the things did get interesting because did, for the quarterfinals we had finland versus czech and finland won three to two uh and then we had sweden versus slovakia and sweden won six to one in the semis, we had Canada at Finland, and Canada had to squeak out an overtime win, three to two versus Finland. Yeah, right. so um, I don't hear I don't hear nothing about no parody in hockey. The fact that Finland <laughs> took them to an OT, 
is yeah yeah and here's here's more for the no parody crowd the u.s played sweden in the semifinals and sweden won two to one to make the gold medal game canada sweden and the bronze medal game u.s finland yeah, uh, and USA showed up for the for the bronze. Uh, they did. They shut out Finland five to nothing, and then Canada showed up for the gold medal game and shut out Sweden ten to nothing. However, yeah, about that. <laughs> the tournament MVP was actually from Slovakia. Uh, I'm sure all of you have seen. This girl's just absolute insane goals. She is 14 years old. And Nella Lupin, Lupusanova, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, absolutely dominated this tournament. She scored a Michigan goal. The first time a female player has scored a lacrosse style goal, otherwise known as the Michigan in an IIHF tournament. 14 years old too, which is just unreal. And it had, it had to be, it had to be on my pick on on the team. That was my pick. 14 years old. And she like, she had herself a tournament. She did absolutely insane. She was voted um, the all-star or the all, Star team voted them voted her as the MVP. Uh, she did join Canada's Caitlin Kramer, who led this tournament in goal scoring with 10 goals in five games. Um, and then oh, I'm sorry, I am definitely reading this wrong. Um, so Nella was the MVP of the tournament. She had nine goals and 12 points, which is just insanity. Um, she was named to the all-star team with Kate Canada's Caitlin Kramer and Finland's Paulina Salonen. Um, Salonen was behind all six goals Finland scored in the tournament. She scored all of Finland's goals, all of them, every single one, her. Um, we had Mira Jun- uh, Jungaker from Sweden. She had five points in six games. Molly Jordan led the tournament in ice time, averaging more than 27 minutes a game and then the that's wild the all-star goaltender was sweden's felicia frank um so it was i mean it was a great tournament we talked about on the last episode how people were going to talk about how there's no parody in international hockey and it's always team us versus team canada well guess what all y'all can suck it i said it Mm-hmm. All y'all can suck it because this tournament goes to show that it's not just Team U.S. and Team Canada dominating the field. Yes, Canada went on to win gold. They won 10 to nothing. They didn't play the United States of America. The tournament MVP was neither Canadian nor American. She was Slovakian. And yeah. she was 14 years old, which means she has at least four more years to play at this tournament that like that's insane for the fact that you're 14 winning a u18 tournament award like that like you don't see that very often no what you also don't see very often i saw this on twitter earlier this past week on elite prospects they always show like their most clicked players for the week number one was connor number one was connor bedard i mean number two was Nayla. I mean, you love to see it. I mean, number three was Connor McDavid. Oh, wow. I mean, Connor Bedard had a stupid, like, <clears throat> genius for the guys. He like, had a stupid tournament. He was, as always, so good. But um, the fact but the fact that she gets number two is fantastic. That's massive. And it was like, hold on, let me see if I can find the graphic that I found real Because it was like, like like Slovakia, like Slovakia could be a problem in the next couple of years if mm-hmm. she keeps playing the way she does and they keep developing that team. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if you see colleges in the states yeah. looking to try to get her over here, or she's on a 
Hey, one I of those mean, uh, women, you know, one of the European leagues over there, just killing it. You know, she did, in, in, in the she did just calls. kind of show out in front of the PHS, you know, I was going to say too, like development. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Too. Maybe even the PH, like the PHF, maybe might be giving her a call eventually at yeah. some point. Like, so get some European leagues, college hockey. Yeah, if she keeps playing the way she does, yeah. yeah. About that. So, to give you an idea, because they put the number of clicks on here, Connor Bedard had 86,737 profile checks. Mm-hmm. Nella had 44,056. Connor McDavid had 25,575. She beat him by almost 20,000 impressions. I mean, when you show out like that and you get a Michigan, you get a Michigan goal in the I in the women's U18 women's. When you get the first ever Michigan at yes, an HF women's tournament. Like yeah, at 14, not just at U18 ever. Ever. Yeah, it's you love to see it. Yeah, you, like I said, Slovakia could be our problem in the next couple seasons. Like the parody is definitely not going to be there if if, mm-hmm. if, we, if we give him stuff like that. So I mean, I don't hate it. How, don't how could you it. though? How could you hate it? Obviously, congratulations, Beth, for picking the right team to win. That was such a low hanging fruit. <laughs> I'm just saying, we <laughs> talked about the lack of parody. You did choose a non. Canadian U.S. pick. You tried to goad me into what would be the gimme pick of the U.S., but I looked at the <laughs> rosters. I saw what I saw, and as much as I love and adore Brianna Decker, she's an amazing coach. Like I just had a feeling that this was Canada's year. Did uh, did Dagger ever reach out to you about your uh, about your pick, or did you, or did you not say anything to her? I didn't say a word because I am smarter than that. I am smarter than that. Hey, smarter, Courtney, smarter, smarter. Courtney, did you hear about the you women's? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we have I, I wrapped do up <laughs> this amazing week in WoHo, but the week coming up is really exciting because tomorrow and Wednesday we have PHF games. What? Because the Buttes and the Whale have to make up those games that were canceled because of the blizzard in Buffalo. When the yeah. Beats couldn't travel to Connecticut. So we've got WoHo on Tuesday and Wednesday this week, guys. Do not forget to check out the Buttes visiting the Connecticut Whale. 7 p.m. Eastern, Tuesday and Wednesday. School night hockey is the way to go. Oh yeah! I am so stoked because, number one, that this is able to happen because we know there are still players who have additional jobs. But number two... This is what like the future of the league could look like. We could have weekday woho. I'm, uh, I'm so I'm, very excited for that. I'm here for it. I'm here for and, it. And I mean, of course, we have, you know, the normal PHF weekend shenanigans will be occurring. But tomorrow and Wednesday, we got PHF hockey. And I am stoked. So I'm gonna get to go watching our ladies kill it at the ESP or on on. NHL Network for the ECHL All Star Game. So 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 many plus so many so many acronyms. So (laughs) Zach, my friend, yes. Where can the humans find you on the internet? Uh, You can find me at one sure Zach on Twitter. That's only true Zach. It's spelled out, not the actual number one like the Oneaters. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Zach R. Martin 22, where I do a little bit more of a mixed bag of like what I like to talk about or just wanted to show off. So if you want to go watch some some stories on the reels, why not have fun with that? Uh, if you want to catch my writing that I do, I'm over at FPH Checkers, um, where I cover the Charlotte Checkers for a field pass hockey. So if you want to create some really cool hockey articles, make sure to do that. And also, big shout out to a friend of the show, Bailey Curtis, knocked out her first ever uh, article. So check her out. Yep. So check her out at FPH Eagles where she covers the Colorado Eagles, but we're very excited for her first article ever. And it was, it was a pretty awesome one too. I definitely give it a, we we did share that on our Twitter um, Mm -hmm. for the, for the podcast. So you can check it out. Yeah. But Beth, where can people find you on the socials? So on Twitter, you can find me at wonder Beffers. That is like the word wonder full, not like the number one. Like Zach over here, who has to make things like, complicated. 
Oh, like like I wonder what happened to the Oneaters. Exactly. Uh, if you want to check me out on Instagram, it is at GoodBetterBeffers. And of course, do not forget to sauce a follow over to our network. You can find them on Twitter and Instagram at the number five and a game SN. And on TikTok, it is the word five game SN. Of course, we also do have a YouTube channel there as well. The uh, at handle is at five GSN. Make sure that you like and comment on all the videos that are on there. Make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube account and our network's YouTube account. Don't forget to, you know, like do the commenty thing and like hit the bell and turn on all notifications. Um, but this has been fun. You know, I love talking woho. Like, I mean, it's, it's our it's our second woe show. Like, how can it's not... our second woe show, and it was awesome, and so many freaking amazing things happened, but also like some insane things. A little bit, a little bit. It it was it was a little it was a little crazy this weekend. Um, but we will catch you guys on Thursday for episode forty, our hockey show. Episode forty. What? I know it's wild. What? Um, and we will get you all kind of caught up on everything there. And until we catch you guys next time, uh, hold on one second. We're going to have to stall for a minute because somehow the outro video got deleted. So Zach, talk about hockey things while I get it reloaded. Talk about hockey things. I'm talking about hockey things. Are we talking are we specifically low show? Or are we talking like Hawk Hawks, like hockey? Or anything hockey? Anything hockey? Any, anything hockey? I mean, well, well, I mean, we did talk about like what your number one jersey is for the Hawks, and I didn't do mine. So I guess I'll just say, you know, the 2015 Stadium Series against, what is the 2015? The Stadium Series, against, Stadium Series against Minnesota. Uh, I think that was 16. That one's my that's one that one's my favorite, like non-traditional. Gotcha. Um, yeah. But also the like with all the woho that we've had the last few weeks, in fact, we're kind of getting back into the swing of it. It's kind of nice that we got that little extra, you know, hockey to w- watch and talk about. Cause I mean we we love we love our woho. We're here for we, it. It's we do talk about absolutely. central Michigan, talk about central Michigan, Michigan. Yeah. Talking about Dearborn. Indiana Talking about Cap, our, our friends Bowling of the podcast. I, I'm, I mean, I'm so happy that Lake Superior State did pull out some dubs this weekend. Like, I'm glad that we just put that bump out into the world for them. But the outro is loaded back in. So we can go ahead and go. say, see you next time, guys. Um, thank you for joining us for our Woe Show. <laughs> and we will catch you on Thursday for some hockey talk. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for watching this 5 in a Game Sports Network podcast. Now avoid the sussy and go enjoy your game misconduct. See you next time.